you for tuning in to Songs of Praise from 3ABN Australia Radio. We trust you'll enjoy this musical selection to bring you peace, comfort and hope.
And thorns were on his head 
Songs of Praise endeavours to draw your heart, mind and soul to a close relationship with your Saviour, Jesus Christ. From the rising of the sun until its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. From the rising of the sun until its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. The Lord is high above all nations. His Unknown while we journey 
toward our home. Surely we'll learn what grace is for as we sail to heaven's shore. Send us strength, O pilgrim guide. Sin would drown us in its tide. Be close at hand and go before as we sail to heaven's shore. Holy Spirit, feed us on. Give us courage. Bring the song. Lord, we trust Your Father's care will convey us safely there. Open or seal off every door as we sail to heaven's shore. Straighten our course with every Just mercy evermore as we sail to heaven's shore. Draw us near, O finest friend, from dawn's light to evening's end. Each passing day, we love you more as we sail to heaven's shore. As we sail to heaven's
shall not live by bread alone, bread alone, not by bread alone. Man shall not live by bread alone, ye shall not live by bread alone. Man shall not live by bread alone, bread alone, not by bread alone. Man shall not live by bread alone, ye shall not live by bread alone.
If you're enjoying this music, encourage your friends to listen to this program each week. I was traveling along, my life had no song, just trying to figure things out. Then I heard of a man with scars in his hands and was told that he loved me no doubt. So I called on the one. God's only son and he lovingly accepted me in. He erased all my past, took away all my sin. Yes, Jesus is my very best friend. My best friend is Jesus. He's faithful and true. Through good times and bad, whether happy or sad, he always sees me through He loves me like no other And he's closer than a brother Oh yes, my best friend is Jesus Now time has rolled on And our love has grown strong Jesus has been good to me Never given up on me. Well, it won't be long till I'm going home in his presence. Forever I'll be. But until then, let me say it again. Yes, Jesus is my. 
my very best friend. My best friend is Jesus. He's faithful and true. For good times and bad, whether happy or sad, He always sees me through. He loves me like no other. friend is Jesus, and what a friend I have in Jesus, so yes, my best friend is Jesus. Yeah. 
Christians all around the world have known whom they believe. They serve God and surrendered all to serve Him faithfully. But there are those who water down the truth that they once preached about. How can we stand idly by? We must keep the standard high. Stand strong, stand firm. Represent the cross to all the world. Don't bend, don't break. Stand for what is true and choose to stay. you stand alone so stand strong God is looking for someone to stand for truth and right one who'll go unto the lost and tell them of his light few have answered to his call and fewer still have stayed. Christians, it is time to rise. The name of God proclaim. Stand strong, stand firm. Represent the cross to all the world. Don't bend, don't break. Stand for what is true choose to stay. God will never let you stand alone, so stand strong. Stand when those around you change what they believe. Stand though they may falter, your children of the King. Stand to 
your family and friends to also enjoy songs of praise.
We here at 3ABN Australia Radio are delighted to share songs of praise with you. We look forward to your company next time. Welcome to 3ABN Australia Radio's book reading program. The book, The Ministry of Healing by Alan White, provides sound counsel regarding holistic health. It covers all aspects of living that contributes to good health like cheerfulness, fresh air, exercise, diet, and positive relationships with other people, to name a few. Crucial also is a personal relationship with our Creator, who gave us life and everything we need for health and happiness. In this book, Alan White deals with sickness of the soul and the healing balm to be found by trusting God in all things. Written in simple, beautiful language, ministry healing will point to a life full of joy and happiness, a life connected with the source of healing power. Let's join our book reader, Rosalie Ricards. Hello, this is Rosalie, and I'm reading from the book Ministry of Healing by Alan White. Continuing Chapter 9, Teaching and Healing. It is heart missionaries that are needed. He whose heart God touches is filled with a great longing for those who have never known his love. Their condition impresses him with a sense of personal woe. Taking his life in his hand, he goes forth a heaven-sent, heaven-inspired messenger to do a work in which angels can cooperate. If those to whom God has entrusted great talents of intellect put these gifts to a selfish use, they will be left, after a period of trial, to follow their own way. God will take men who do not appear to be so richly endowed, who have not large self-confidence, and he will make the weak strong, because they trust him to do for them that which they cannot do for themselves. God will accept the wholehearted service and will himself make up the deficiencies. The Lord has often chosen for his co-laborers men who have had opportunity to obtain but a limited school education. These men have applied their powers most diligently and the Lord has rewarded their fidelity to his work, their industry, their thirst for knowledge. He has witnessed their tears and heard their prayers. As his blessing came to the captives in the courts of Babylon, so does he give wisdom and knowledge to his workers today. Men deficient in school education 
lowly in social position, have through the grace of Christ sometimes been wonderfully successful in winning souls for Him. The secret of their success was their confidence in God. They learn daily of Him who is wonderful in counsel and mighty in power. Such workers are to be encouraged. The Lord brings them into connection with those of more marked ability to fill up the gaps that others leave. Their quickness to see what is to be done, their readiness to help those in need, their kind words and deeds, open doors of usefulness that otherwise would remain closed. They come close to those in trouble, and the persuasive influence of their words has power to draw many trembling souls to God. Their work shows what thousands of others might do if they only would. Subheading, A Broader Life Nothing will so arouse a self-sacrificing zeal and broaden and strengthen the character as to engage in work for others. Many professed Christians, in seeking church relationship, think only of themselves. They wish to enjoy church fellowship and pastoral care. They become members of large, prosperous churches and are content to do little for others. In this way, they are robbing themselves of the most precious blessings. Many would be greatly benefited by sacrificing their pleasant, ease-conducing associations. They need to go where their energies will be called out in Christian work and they can learn to bear responsibilities. In Galatians 6.2 it says, Bear you one another's burdens and so fulfil the law of Christ. Trees that are crowded closely together do not grow healthfully and sturdily. The gardener transplants them that they may have room to develop. A similar work would benefit many of the members of large churches. They need to be placed where their energies will be called forth in active Christian effort. They are losing their spiritual life, becoming dwarfed and inefficient for want of self-sacrificing labour for others. Transplanted to some missionary field, they would grow strong and vigorous. But none need wait until called to some distant field before beginning to help others. Doors of service are open everywhere. All around us are those who need our help. The widow, the orphan, the sick and the dying, the heart sick, the discouraged, the ignorant, and the outcast are on every hand. We should feel it our special duty to work for those living in our neighbourhood. Study how you can best help those who take no interest in religious things. As you visit your friends and neighbours, show an interest in their spiritual as well as in their temporal welfare. Speak to them of Christ as a sin-pardoning Saviour. Invite your neighbours to your home and read with them from the precious Bible and from books that explain its truths. Invite them to unite with you in song and prayer. In these little gatherings, Christ himself will be present, as he has promised, and hearts will be touched by his grace. Church members should educate themselves to do this work. 
this is just as essential as to save the benighted souls in foreign countries. While some feel the burden for souls afar off, let the many who are at home feel the burden of precious souls who are around them and work just as diligently for their salvation. In Luke 19.10, For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which is lost. Many regret that they are living a narrow life. They themselves can make their life broad and influential if they will. Those who love Jesus with heart and mind and soul and their neighbour as themselves have a wide field in which to use their ability and influence. Subheading Little Opportunities let none pass by little opportunities to look for larger work. You might do successfully the small work, but fail utterly in attempting the larger work and fall into discouragement. It is by doing with your might what you find to do that you will develop aptitude for larger work. It is by slighting the daily opportunities, by neglecting the little things, right at hand that so many become fruitless and withered. Do not depend upon human aid. Look beyond human beings to the one appointed by God to bear our griefs, to carry our sorrows and to supply our necessities. Taking God at his word, make a beginning wherever you find work to do and move forward with unfaltering faith. It is faith in Christ's presence that gives strength and steadfastness. Work with unselfish interest, with painstaking effort, with persevering energy. In fields where the conditions are so objectionable and disheartening that many are unwilling to go to them, remarkable changes have been wrought by the efforts of self-sacrificing workers. Patiently and perseveringly they laboured not relying upon human power, but upon God and His grace, sustained them. The amount of good thus accomplished will never be known in this world, but blessed results will be seen in the great hereafter. In Mark 9.23 it says, If you can believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. Subheading Self-Supporting Missionaries In many places, self-supporting missionaries can work successfully. It was as a self-supporting missionary that the Apostle Paul laboured in spreading the knowledge of Christ throughout the world. While daily teaching the gospel in the great cities of Asia and Europe, he wrought at the trade of a craftsman to sustain himself and his companions. His parting words to the elders of Ephesus, showing his manner of labour, have precious lessons for every gospel worker. You know, he said, after what manner I have been with you at all seasons, and how I kept back nothing that was profitable to you, but have showed you and have taught you publicly, and from house to house I have coveted no man's silver or gold or apparel. Yes, you yourselves know that these hands have ministered 
to my necessities and to them that were with me. I have showed you all things, how that so labouring you ought to support the weak and to remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he said it is more blessed to give than to receive. Acts 20 verses 18 to 35. Many today, if imbued with the same spirit of self-sacrifice, could do a great work in a similar way. Let two or more start out together in evangelistic work. Let them visit the people, praying, singing, teaching, explaining the scriptures and ministering to the sick. Some can sustain themselves as canvases. Others, like the apostle, can labour at some handicraft or in other lines of effort. As they move forward in their work, realising their helplessness, but humbly depending upon God, they gain a blessed experience. The Lord Jesus goes before them, and among the wealthy and the poor, they find favour and help. Those who have been trained for medical missionary work in foreign countries should be encouraged to go without delay where they expect to labour and begin to work among the people learning the language as they work. Very soon they will be able to teach the simple truths of God's word. Throughout the world, messengers of mercy are needed. There is a call for Christian families to go into communities that are in darkness and error, to go to foreign fields, to become acquainted with the needs of their fellow men, and to work for the cause of the Master. If such families would settle in the dark places of the earth, Places where the people are enshrouded in spiritual gloom and let the light of Christ's life shine out through them. What a noble work might be accomplished. This work requires self-sacrifice. While many are waiting to have every obstacle removed, the work they might do is left undone and multitudes are dying without hope and without God some for the sake of commercial advantage or to acquire scientific knowledge, will venture into unsettled regions and cheerfully endure sacrifice and hardship. But how few, for the sake of their fellow men, are willing to move their families into regions that are in need of the gospel. To be continued. Join us again next time when Rosalie Rickards continues reading from the book The Ministry of Healing here on your station, 3ABN Australia Radio. Let's listen to William Ackland as he shares a psalm from his paraphrase of the Bible called The Gift. Psalm 60 is another psalm that David wrote and is an urgent prayer for God's favour. O God, we feel you have sent us away. We are crushed in our spirits. You have been displeased with us. So we pray that you will restore us again into your favour. The earth quakes at your voice. It gapes open. Please heal its brokenness for we feel the tremors still. You have allowed your people to come upon hard times. You have given us troubles that have made us tortured with fear. 
but for those who are your true people, you have given us a banner, a banner that when unfurled reveals your truth. You have done this, that the ones you love may be saved. Save us now with your strong right hand, O Lord. God has spoken in his heavenly place. In my victory I will share out the land of Shechem, and measure lots in the valley of Succoth. Gilead is mine, and Manasseh is mine. Ephraim is the protection for my head, and Judah is the preserver of my law. Moab is where I wash. I throw my sandal over Edom, and I will shout triumph near Philistia. Who will bring me into the high-walled city? Who will take me into the land of Edom? It is you, O God, who has rejected us, and you did not go out to lead our armies. We need your help in our time of trouble, for we cannot depend on anyone else. But with God on our side, we will win the battle, for it is he who shall go before us, crushing our enemies.'" 